Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. Before our story, here are Fibber and Molly with a word for you. I saw that new neighbor of ours down at the grocery store today, Molly. You mean the young mother across the way? The one with the three children? The very same. Boy, you should have seen her buying up the place. Really? Baby food, cereals, four quarts of milk. Says she shops that way every day. <laughs> well, I shouldn't wonder. With three growing youngsters, the food and clothing bills get bigger right along with them. And so does the mother's responsibilities, too. I guess that's why so many dads are making sure their wives will have extra money during those budget-busting years through a Prudential Family Income Plan. You see, friends, if anything happens to you, the Family Income Plan will pay your family an income every month while the kids are growing up, money they'll need for food, clothing, and schooling. And because it provides this helping hand to you mothers only during your youngsters' top to teenage years, it costs amazingly little. You can take it from us. If you've got growing children... It's time you called your Prudential agent about a family income plan for your family. You couldn't make a wiser move. It's a drizzly day in Wistful Vista. A fact Mr. McGee is just about to discover as he comes out the front door at number 79. And if anybody wants me, Molly, you just tell them I'll be back about... Oh, what do you know? Hey, it's raining. Well, the paper said something about rain being due. Oh, McGee, that isn't rain. It isn't even a decent drizzle. Oh, no. Well, what is it, then? It's wet. Either a low fog or a high dew. Where are you going? To get my raincoat. It must be here. No, 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 you don't. Over my dead body, you open this hall closet door. Okay, okay. Needn't get so dramatical about it. I'll keep away from the closet, but what's all the panic? Well, I have too much to do this week to spend the day cramming everything back into that booby trap. Yeah, but my raincoat's in there, and if I go out in this rain without it, I'm liable to get wet, and that might give me a cold, and that might turn into pneumonia, and that's right, I never brought it home. McGee, as the man on Mars said to the other man on Mars who was looking through a telescope, what on earth are you talking about? Raincoat. Wart. Oh, it must have been two or three weeks ago whenever it rained the last time. Where the heck did I leave it? Were you with me? Not if you left your raincoat someplace. I'd have reminded you. No, I'll say you would have. That's why I keep you wrapped around my little finger, kiddo, to remind me of things. <laughs> One of the things being to remind you that I am not wrapped around your little finger. Because if the truth were known... Oh, dear. It is starting to come down now. Oh, boy. Think hard, McGee. Where'd you leave the raincoat? Let me see. Was that the day that... No, that was... Oh, I know. That Saturday that I went around taking books to everybody. I remember. I made you take back all the books you'd borrowed over the past year. That's right. That's it. You came home without your raincoat. Oh, fine. I must have went to a dozen places. Docks, the barber shop, the old-timer's house, Kramer's drugstore. Maybe you left it at Dr. Gamble's office. The only way I know to find out is to go see. And the longer I stand here talking, the harder it's probably going to rain, so I'm off. If I ain't back by nightfall, baby, you can have my catcher's mitt. And your nurse was out to lunch or something, Doc, so I just barged right in. Hi. Hi. What's with you, Tom? Huh. Yeah, he was the fun-loving rover boy. Oh. Well, with me, George, is a search for my missing raincoat. A 
I thought I might have left it here the last time I was over here when it was raining and cleared up after I got here if I wore it that time. I won't even try to clear up that sinful syntax. Let's just take a look in the closet where Miss Ogilvy keeps the stuff my forgetful visitors leave behind. It's over here. You mean you got a regular lost and found department? Take a look. Holy smoke. Hats, purses, coaster wagon. Whole shelf full of galoshes. And umbrellas, canes, sack of key for the buttons. No raincoat, though. No, but look at this. A pair of old hip boots. Uh-huh. <laughs> Boy, whoever wore them had mighty high hips and... Hey, wait a minute. I thought you'd recognize them. And I'll thank you to get those long-handled overshoes out of here, my boy. Now. Now? Mm-hmm. Gee whiz, I can't lug them things all over town now. I'm looking for my raincoat. Well, stop looking and put these things on. If it starts raining real hard, you can pull them up and tuck your head in the top. Here, take them or I'm going to start charging you rent. Oh, for the... <laughs> okay. And how'd they ever get in here in your closet? Two years ago. We went on that duck hunting trip up to Lake Wachamaguchi, remember? Oh, sure. Well, those boots got mixed in with my gear somehow, and... Hey, boy, that, that, that was a swell trip, wasn't it? Swell trip my foot. Huh? That was the time I was almost clawed to death in my sleep by a bear. What you mean, bear? That was Charlie Sutherland with that old skin he found. <laughs> boy, you woke up screaming and yelling and kicking and calling for help till you drove him off, and then when we told you it was a joke, you... Come to think of it, you were so blame mad we never did tell you, did we? No. Well, it's long enough now, so there ought not to be any hard... No, 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 no. Put, no, put, put that hammer down, Doc. Oh, hey, can't you I take a joke? Especially you, a joke three years old. Boy, you you're a poor sport. You. Come on. Come, goodbye, Doc. I'll see you up at Lake Watsamaguchi. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. Here's wonderful fashion news about a special spring offer from Dial Soap. With two wrappers, you get a genuine leather clutch bag for only $1, including tax. A regular three fifty value, it's a combination billfold and handbag of soft, supple leather in five most wanted spring colors. Scarlet flame, spring green, pastel pink, lemon yellow, champagne. Carry it as a handbag or in your purse for cosmetics, keys, money complete with zippered billfold and roomy change purse. It's such a bargain, you'll want several colors. Order extras for gifts. Get order blanks where you buy dial soap or order direct. For each clutch bag, enclose a $1 bill and two dial wrappers, regular or bath size. Print your name, address, and color wanted. Scarlet, green, pink, yellow, or champagne. Send to dial, box 7967, Chicago 77. That's dial, box 7967, Chicago 77. Order your leather clutch bags right away. places so far, no sign of that raincoat, and I don't know whether to go see the old-timer next or better phone Molly, I guess. Keep dry here in the phone booth, anyhow. Sure picked a heck of a day not to have my raincoat. 79 Wistful Vista, Molly McGee speaking. Molly McGee, this is your secret pal. Hello, secret pal. When are you coming home? Soon as I find that darn raincoat of mine. Oh, dear, you've been gone three hours. Been a very interesting three hours, too. I picked up my waiters at Doc Gamble's. Oh? I asked at Kramer's Drugstore, but the raincoats they got hanging in the back room ain't worth even trying on. That's why they're hanging there. Where else did you ask? 
Well, I dropped in at the Toops's, which was a mistake. Why? Mabel Toops remembered them damn some plums you gave her last fall and insisted on me taking back the empty mason jars. Oh, dear, sounds like you're loaded down. And that's not all. I was passing the Jinnigers, and he insisted on returning the lawnmower. Oh, what a time. McGee, our lawnmower's in the cellar. I saw it yesterday. It is? Well, then how come... Oh, I know. I borrowed this one from Herb Travis when ours was being fixed. Well, you better return it to him. He's liable to get mad. No, no, he's got my stepladder. If I give him his more, he'll give me my ladder, and I'll be worse off. Gun it, I never knew locating a raincoat could be so complicated. Do you mean you're carrying boots, mason jars, and a lawnmower? No, I'm pushing the lawnmower. It's this big feather-trimmed bridge lamp that's so hard to carry. That thing's unhandy. Bridge lamp? Where in the world did Oh, you... I went in the barber shop to see if I left the raincoat there, and here was this fresh, brand-new punch board, see? A dime a chance. No. Yeah, I had the rotten luck to punch out on the very first ten-cent punch, the grand prize. Wouldn't they let you leave it there a while? Nah. Them barbers were so dad-ratted mad that there's three crew cuts walking around town now that were never ordered. Well, I better get going, Molly. I'll call you later. Goodbye. Bye-bye. This looks like the place for the old-timer. Yeah. Yeah, there's his name on the mailbox. Grocery boy! Just bring it in and set him on the kitchen sink. Oh, hello there, Johnny! <laughs> I knew there was something wrong. As soon as I saw all that stuff in your arms wasn't groceries. <laughs> Come in and check yourself in the kitchen sink and drain a while, Johnny. Well, I'm wet enough to do it. Where have you been, Johnny? To a grumble sale? That's a cross between a jumble sale and a rummage sale where you come out grumbling and you go right ahead because if anybody's got a right to grumble, you have with all that junk you bought there. What's the sale for? The church? No, no, this stuff here is not for... Ladies' club, huh? Them ladies dig up the dirndest junk for them jumble sales of theirs. Then they get a good-hearted fellow like you over there and stampede you into spending your good money. Ah, it's a dirty shame. That's what it is. If I was you, I'd take the whole mess back there and fling it in their front windy and hey, forget hey, about... Hey, 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 hold it. Hmm. You'll just let me shoehorn a word in here. Oh, well, now, excuse me, son. Well... I get such seldom visitors here. I guess I kind of overwhelmed you with my hospitality. Here, have a peanut. No, thanks. Oh, I... go on. I just cracked it. Fresh. It's good for you. Well, now, what can I get you, Johnny? Name it and it's yours, if I got it, which I doubt it. My turn now? Look, when I stopped in here two or three weeks ago, did I leave my raincoat here? Oh, so that was you. Well, that jing-ding slickers had me plumb stumped, Johnny. I'm sure glad to get the mystery solved. Here you are, and you're welcome to it. Don't fit me at all. Thanks. Boy, am I glad to get this thing back. Well, help me get it on, will you? I'll pick up my stuff and... Uh, what you gonna put it on for? Look out the windy. Huh? What do you mean? Oh, my gosh, the sun's shining. Yep, rain stopped. Clearing up. <laughs> Be kind of silly to lug my raincoat clear across town with the sun shining. I feel foolish enough with these hip boots and mason jars and stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah, see what you mean. Besides, <laughs> all I wanted to do was find out where it is. So now that I know where it is, I'll know where to look for it the next time it rains. I'll just leave it here. It's awful silly carrying a raincoat in the bright sunshine. Yeah, yeah. No use you looking silly, Johnny. Watch the bridge lamp. Watch the lawnmower. Watch the front step. I got it. Sure glad to know where that raincoat is. Takes a load off my mind now that I know. Thank you.
Fibber and Molly will be right back. Every radio station throughout the nation offers you this invitation to listen. Keep your radio on and listen. We'll entertain you with sports and drama, music and news, wonderful programs from which to choose. So listen a while to the spot on the dial. Keep your radio on and listen. the raincoat you left it at the old-timer's house anyway. Yep, sun was shining. Next time it rains, I'll know where to look for it. Sure. Unless, of course, I forget where it is before the next rainfall. Oh, you won't. Hmm? This is your bowling night, you know. Sure. The car's still in the shop. Yeah. And it's raining again, but hard. What? Oh, for the... Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Mr. Wimple and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. This is John Wald asking you to be with us again tomorrow night when Mr. McGee strikes it rich. Uranium? No, better than that. Tune in and see. Laugh with Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve, the great Gildersleeve, that is, tonight on the NBC Radio Network.